Genesis in chapter 1, chapter 18, verse 1. Genesis in chapter 18, verse 1. And then the Lord appeared to him by the terebinth tree of Mamre, as he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of day. It means God can appear to anyone anytime. There's not no rules that says that it has to be in the middle of the night. There's no rules that says that uh, there are specific times that God communicates with man the most. If he communicates with us more in the night, it is probably because we are, uh, as it were, wind from all the all the distractions of life. Wind from the distractions of the busyness of the day we are calmer. Uh, so God is able to reach us. It's not because He's not able to reach us even in the heat of the sun. He's able to reach you any day. He's ready to speak to you any day as long as you are ready to listen. You know, He's with, he's with us any time of the day. And so He said, he, he lifted up His eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by Him. God appeared to Him. But when he lifted up his eyes, what he saw was three men. He lifted up his eyes to see God who was appearing to him, or rather the Lord that was appearing to him. And it was three men that he saw, you know. And so he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed himself to the ground. So... God is visiting a man, but what he's seeing is a human being. It means that God can visit you in the form of a human being. He can be that neighbor that you you know. He can be that person you have never met. He can be an individual. And it will look like a happenstance. It will look like something that is just happening. We look like something that happens every day. Don't we meet people every day? Don't we talk with people every day? You know, don't we have conversations with people every day? Don't we, you know, get to meet a new set of person every day? We do. But because it is God that is meeting the individual, it means that individual was sharpened in something for him to realize that it was God who appeared to him, but it is God in people. Abraham had something that was a sharpened sense of discernment. A sharpened sense of discernment. You know, I was having a conversation with someone yesterday, you know, when I went out to buy and he just, you know, like, he just switched into a conversation that was not part of the conversation. And he goes, sir, let me tell you something. When God puts a pause on your life, when he decides to remove that pause to move you forward, you will run, you know, with a speed that is like 10, 10 times faster than you were running before God put a pause on your life. And I was like, what were we discussing? Do you understand? We're talking about something completely different. We're not even talking about God. Do you understand? The person just brought out that. And the moment he started speaking that I heard it in my spirit, pay attention to what he said pay attention to what he's saying because you can you can see that God is visiting you already in the middle of uh, okay by the way I was saying it earlier that God hasn't spoken to me he had actually spoken to me but he just didn't speak to me the way I was I was expecting him to speak to me 
for the day. Do you understand? The, the capacity to recognize God in men. Capacity to recognize the move of God when men are just men. Do you understand? When things are happening, you know, a regular, a mundane experience, and be able to recognize God in the middle of that mundane experience. You know, like the one we were talking about yesterday, you know, like the, the gas that we were talking about. Like, how could it be? Do you understand? How can it be that this thing has not been used? Do you understand? And you, you're, you're shocked in the middle of it, and like, how, how is this happening? You could recognize God in the middle of a mundane thing. You know, those who are able to recognize God in the middle of mundane things are the people who actually do differently. Like, they are the ones who are able to draw down the supernatural into the natural. They are the ones who are able to accomplish uncommon things for God because if you cannot recognize Him in the middle of the mundane and the regular, then your life cannot be outside the regular. It's a beautiful thing to know that. And, um, but you see, he worshipped. He, he submitted to that experience. He didn't say there were three men standing. They were men. He didn't say there were three men standing. He, he quickly recognized that this is God and he, he submitted to, the, to them. Do you understand? And so when a pastor, for instance, shows up in one's life from nowhere, this person has no title, has no church, do you understand? Or has no big title or big congregation. And the person suddenly shows up in your life and you can recognize in the spirit that it's God that has sent this individual. You, you submit to the person. It doesn't matter whether in the hierarchy or even higher or whatever it is that people do these days or believe these days. You know, like some people believe apostles are higher than pastors. You know, prophets have more access to heaven than, than evangelists. You know, things like that. You know, all kinds of erroneous beliefs. <laughs> do you understand? But... Whatever it is, you know, or somebody's more experienced in ministry than the other, you know, you meant to recognize that this person is from the Lord. I mean, you if you have your internal discernment programmed to recognize it that this is God, you, you quickly switch it. Bless you, Daddy. Bless you, Daddy. So it's it's in the middle of these things that you realize that. Uh, capacity to discern God in mundane things then calls for us to be able to do what? To submit to that process and not be proud in that process and not be official in that process and just worship God. The Bible said he bowed himself down, you know, onto them, uh, to the ground and said, my Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass on by your servant. You understand? As in, how did he know that he is the Lord? How did he know that he, he, he was finding favor in the sight in that they gave him audience? Do you understand? That God to, for God to interrupt his regular schedule, do you understand? With himself, he was already favor. That is not until God gives something to him that he is receiving favor from God. That God even pays attention to him. That God was even interrupting his life. He's already favor. He's already favor. He said, I will bring a morsel. But please let a, li- a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree. He doesn't even have a house. He has a tree. <laughs> Do you understand? He doesn't have a house that he could bring them into. He had a tree. You know, and I will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your hearts. After that, you may pass by in as much as you 
have come to your servant. He said, do as you have said. And the person did not reject. You know, one of the evidence that will make you know that it is God is that the person will not be acting uh, uh, over, over, eh? funny, you know, over, over guided, over guarded around you. Do you understand? It's God that has come to visit you. Must God be guarded around you again? Do you understand? So if you say, oh, no, let me let me help you. The person will tell you, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. No, God will not do that. If God is the one visiting you, you say, let me help you. You say, no, go ahead, please. Thank you. You get, as in, he would accept your offering because he has come to see you. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. He, will, he, can't, say, he can't say no. If you have a guest and the guest is saying, ah, no, don't worry about it. I just wanted to say hi, me. I don't need any food. That person didn't come to greet you. That person came to find out that information. Check the next sentence. The next sentence will tell you why the person really came. I just came to say hi, me. I didn't know. Don't worry about that. You know, I, I say I worry. You came to visit me and I come to, you know, do you understand? Be hospitable to you. You receive the hospitality. Do you understand? Didn't Jesus say to them that anything that they put in front of you, you should accept it with thanksgiving? Do you understand? Hit it and accept it with thanksgiving. Any house you go to and then they offer you anything, take it with thanksgiving. That's what the scripture says. You know, that's what the scripture says. You know. And then David, uh, Abraham went ahead and did all that. Hurried into the tent to Sarah, his wife, and quickly make ready three measures of fine meal and made it uh, uh, and make cakes. Give instruction to the wife. And he himself went, you know, into the earth, took a tender and good calf, gave it to a young man, and he hastened to prepare it. So he took butter and milk and the calf which he had prepared and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree as they had. Under the tree. So it's not until you have a house before you can receive God where you don't need, you know, to do special meal. You don't need to do a special program, special preparation, you know, check God into details, you know, so that you feel hospitable for God's sake. If you are living in a shanty, just make that shanty receptible to God because he will not show up as a, a billionaire in your shanty. Do you understand? He will show up like somebody who lives in your shanty. Do you understand? And so the shanty will not be out of place for you. It is the spirit that is receiving someone in that shanty. That is the, that is the thing. He also had generosity. Not only did he have generosity, family, he had a family that was together. A family that was in total. When these three things are in place in, in the life of a man, the supernatural will find expression in the natural. God will interrupt our 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 realm and make happen in our realm things that people can't imagine. You know. And then the next thing, after those guys ate, you know, he ate and, you know, said, well, after eating, he said, where is Sarah, your wife? Do you understand? As in, where is Sarah, your wife? You know, uh, and the moment he said, where is Sarah, where is Sarah, his wife? You know, the next thing that happened was, the moment he said, where is Sarah, your wife? The wife, you know, the attention was, 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 was awakened in the, in the tent. And then he said to him, I will return to you according to the time of life, you know. Uh, 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 let me read it from verse 9. And then he said to him, where is, your, where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, here in the tent. He said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. 
Sarah was listening in the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, you know, saying, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being all old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Saying, Shall I surely be a child? I mean, since I am old, and as in like God was saying what his other heart thoughts were. Is anything too hard for me? See, when it's something things are hard, it is because somehow we when we were visited by God, we we are unable to accept the things. But see, when these processes are in place, these three things are in place, you have discernment to recognize it is God, you have generosity to receive him well. And you also have a good structure that God is blessing. Because the truth is, when the family is together, everything is running well. The husband and the wife and the children, they are in tune. And the man could easily command his household to do what it is that he wants to do. You know, you, you make cakes, or you get that done. You gave the animal to the boy, he had quickly prepared this thing. And then he himself took butter and milk and took the meat that was prepared and the cakes that he got and put it before. You know, that, that, that's a, that's an, that's a sign, an example of a working, you know, a, 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 a family that was together, a family that was working. When those three things are in place, even when you don't believe what is about to happen, when God has visited you, something has changed. And but God paid attention to how Sarah responded to And his attention was, why was he, why, why is she laughing? I mean, like God asked, why is she laughing? Is God not God, if God knew the thoughts in her heart, didn't God know the reason she was laughing? If I didn't, he, didn't he even say it that that she said it? I will that. And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? Shall saying, Shall I surely be a child since I am old? Do you understand? Him? Like the reason she's laughing, he knew, but he he he, he, he recognized it and left it there. But did the miracle still happen? You know, and Sarah denied it, saying. I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, "No, but you did laugh." And like God was like, "See, don't, don't, don't argue with me, Sarah. You know, I, I know you. I know you. You were laughing. You were laughing. And it's okay to. It means even your unbelief, even the things you do out of God is now. God is. Don't deny it. Do you understand? I know it anyway. But even despite your denial, despite your not having that faith, not believing that it could happen, you know, I'll still do it. But you see, Abraham already had a kind of relationship with God that was richer than that of Sarah at that point. Because at least it was that relationship that led, led him to live in his household and go to where God was taking him. You know, and he's been encountering God. So if God says something like that to him, he doesn't have a problem believing. Do you understand? Because God has walked him through a series of supernaturals. Do you understand? Even before then. So it was not an issue. But Sarah was not that there. He needed to also bring her up to the same level of faith. You know? So the, the, the beautiful thing is that we must put in our minds consistently that as far as God is concerned, we need a, a sharpened discernment to be able to understand and know that God is the one in the middle of our affairs. And God is interrupting whatever it is that we're doing. You know, for the glory of his of, of his own self, you should know. You know, and the only, the way to access that interruption is by generosity, by stability. Our homes must be together for God to bless it. Our business must be in the right place.
God to bless uh, uh, whatever it is that you want the supernatural game must be in the right frame, in the right arrangement for God to bless it. If we want a blessing from God, we must have a storehouse that is secured and ready for God to bless it. Like I was sharing with you a couple of days ago, you must know how to drive. God is going to give you a car. You understand? You know, you must know how to do certain things for God to fill it. You must have a pot for God to fill it with oil. You must have, you know, a, a jar or whatever, a, a pot for God to fill it with wine for those guys who needed wine at the wedding. You know, may the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Indeed, when you have discernment, generosity, and stability, or, you know, or, or, or order, then you, you are inviting this one. supernatural blessings of God, interruptions of God in, 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 in the affairs of men be our everyday manifestation and experience in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, Father and our God, we are grateful this morning. Let's just talk to God. Let's talk to God. Ask Him that this morning He will be gracious to us, that He will sharpen our discernment so that we will not miss His, 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 his visit. We will not think His visit is just a regular occurrence. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, you will help us, O Lord. You will help us, O God. You will help us, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. You will help us, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Is Kudim Rayika Languziski and Tiribara Zakatan Libusko Rayika Litikishanta Libra Kutalaste. Father, you will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. We're thankful for your mercy, O God. We're thankful for your mercy, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you're good. And your mercy is Guide our all that we do today, O oh God. And let Jesus be glorified in all that we do.
don't even go. Bless you.